Servus und willkommen to another episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works Preview Show. This is Schnitzel and I will be previewing Bayern Munich's next game which also happens to be a Champions League clash against RB Salzburg in the round of 16 of the Champions League. And this is a very tricky fixture especially after that Bochum game where we saw Bayern capitulate to 11th placed Bochum side who were not exactly at the best run of form but they were fearless against Bayern Bayern didn't have a midfield Bayern had too many mistakes in the defense and a lot of naivety in the squad and uh, obviously an off game from certain players Serge Gnabry Upamecano to name a few and we were punished for it and there's no saying Salzburg cannot do the exact same thing because they have tested this Bayern Munich side before under Hansi Flick and that was a very nifty affair close affair and uh, we had to really work our socks off to earn those wins that being said the Salzburg side that Bayern face may not have Dominic Sobozlai you know the player who currently plays straight for RB Leipzig and is an attacking midfielder for them but RB Salzburg has a very very good squad a squad that is super efficient on the counter and a squad that leads the Austrian Bundesliga by a whopping 14 points they are ahead of everyone else and just on just two days back they beat rapid wien who are one of their biggest competitors and there's always competition between the two sides in the austrian bundesliga but this time rb salzburg won 2-1 and they are in the first position in the austrian bundesliga and they don't look like they're going to slow down anytime soon in fact they are the favorites to win yet another bundesliga Austrian Bundesliga title. And that being said, they have a squad that can really test Bayern Munich. And we know some of these players. In fact, we were interested in some of the players of RB Salzburg squad. One of them being Karim Adeyemi, and I'm sure almost everyone listening to the podcast knows at least something about him. We have covered him extensively in some of our articles, the rumors about Bayern Munich's interest Borussia Dortmund's interest and the fact that he could be making a move to the Bundesliga sometime soon but not soon enough to save Bayern Munich the trouble of facing him in the Champions League. So we're going to face a forward line of Karim Adeyemi and Okafor most probably and both are very very talented strikers and they thrive in counter counterattacking and counterpressing situations. and what's even worse is that their attacking midfielder is this guy named Brendan Aronson and for all the Americans out there listening to this podcast i'm sure you guys know how good this player is he's so talented he already plays for the american national team squad in concacaf and you know other international games and He is just 21 years old, so a lot of room for improvement, and the future is super bright for this young star. And he thrives in that attacking midfield role. His vision, his pace, his passing—they're all just so well equipped for this exact role. And you can say that he is RB Salzburg's version of Florian Wirtz. You can probably say that. It's safe to assume that, which is why I think that. Bayern Munich's defense is going to have their hands full trying to prevent RB Salzburg's attack from generating chances and scoring off 
basically anything because as we've seen in recent weeks we are not exactly having the best run of defensive form at the moment and Deo Topamakano just doesn't seem you know ready in any position whatsoever to start in crucial games it's possible that the nerves are getting to him it's possible that he is having you know a down downward spiral with regards to his mentality and his decision making on the pitch and uh, he is getting very indecisive he's getting very prone to all those boneheaded errors this is no slander this is basically just stating out what's there for our fans to watch the past few weeks and uh, i really hope he realize, realizes his potential soon but that being said he is not ready to start against salzburg if i have an agelsman and if i i've just witnessed the travesty against bochum the diabolical performance from the defenders so i would do something to show them that they kind of will get benched if they you know put in performances like these so i don't expect obamakano to start because i don't think this attack should be taken lightly i think they deserve a lot of respect and for that reason i want luka hernandez to start at the left center back role there is no other way around it because i'm most comfortable when luka hernandez is in the center of defense because that man's a beast and you cannot get past him he's like a wall and we need that wall especially considering you don't have manuel neuer the wall the great wall of munich and we would have to settle for svenul reich who wasn't too bad against Bochum but he's definitely nowhere close to Manuel Neuer especially because of how important Neuer is to the build up and his passing is so underrated he even notched an assist this season and he has been stellar with his passing from the back with his build up play and you know being basically 11th outfield player for Bayern which many clubs do not have so that's going to be a major loss that we have to deal with Svenul Reich is most probably going to deputize in goal for us and that defense I want to see Omar Richards start at left back because we don't have any other pure left backs and enough with the Marcel Zabitzer at left back debacle because let's be honest that man is raring to play in midfield and you're creating two problems by trying to solve one by essentially playing him at left back because that's not his best position he doesn't have enough pace to recover and he's just not as dynamic at a left back role as opposed to Omar Richards who has a lot of experience playing there he has shown to be very very solid defensively in the past and he is pretty good going forward as well so i think there's no point in having a backup left back who is of very good caliber if you're not going to use him and i'm not sure if Nagelsmann trusts him yet but this is a very good match up to you know basically see that happen omar richards could really prove very beneficial to the rest of the defense and this would also mean Luka Hernandez can man his usual spot at the center back center back position. So Omar Richards at left back, Luka Hernandez at left center back. This is what I'm hoping for at least. If this doesn't happen, we're most probably going to see Luka Hernandez, Niklas Zule, Upamecano and Benjamin Pavar and we saw what kind of a disaster that can yield in the game against Bochum. So I really don't want to see this again. Niklas Zula at the right center back spot because uh, despite you know all the slander and everything he is still a very good center back he might have had one foot out of the door already against Bochum and his he his decision making was also not that great he actually made a few terrible mistakes for the first two to three goals but that being said we are strapped for options right now and we cannot 
risk benching both Sula and Upamecano for a crucial Champions League tie. And Benjamin Pavard at right back. Okay, so Pavard didn't have a great game, but we need him for the defensive structure for the four at the back. But Nagelsmann could, you know, do a complete Uno reverse card and kind of bench Zulu as well, play Benjamin Pavard at right centre-back and start Bunazar. Because, I mean, <laughs> at this point, like, I don't even know what can be done to shuffle the defence to gain the maximum output because without Alfonso Davies, it kind of looks handicapped. You don't have that offensive impetus. You don't have that defensive production. So, I think we're strapped for choices and uh, Bunazar was actually fantastic for Senegal. You might say that AFCON doesn't have much quality, so he probably didn't face quality opposition, which is why he was good at both defense and at attack from that right-back position. He was actually very, very good, and one of the main reasons Senegal actually won. So maybe, and I'm sure I need to name and a few others are going to be, you know, gritting their teeth at this statement, but I think Bunazar could you know, possibly get a substitute appearance because I would say there's no harm in trying him out. I mean, maybe Nagelsmann could start by having three centre-backs at the back in the second half if we've consolidated our lead already and bring in Bunazar as our right-back so that, you know, he has that support that he needs so that he can venture forward and contribute up front in the attack. That being said... Bunazar is very unlikely to start and I don't see him starting anytime soon which is quite unfortunate considering his performances for Senegal were really damn good. But moving on from the defence so yeah it's probably going to be Benjamin Pavard at right back which is not much better honestly but at, at this point we just can't complain until we get reinforcements in the summer. Could be anyone Andreas Christensen Matthias Ginter who is technically not exactly a reinforcement he's just another Benjamin Pavard with less offensive production and then you have Antonio Rüdiger who's also been thrown up with a list of names Nico Schlotterbeck Mavro Panos from VfB Stuttgart, Bella Kochab from Bochum if you can beat them just buy him <laughs> and so on I mean let's see what happens we'll be monitoring that situation closely as well so moving on to the midfield okay this is very straightforward I want Joshua Kemesh and Marcel Zabitz to start. And if Nagelsmann has learned anything from the Bochum game, he will give Joshua Kemesh some support. I unfortunately think it'll be in the form of Corentin Toliso, but I don't want Toliso to start. I want Zabitz to start at that 8th spot, and I really hope he does. And in the attack, Thomas Miller at his preferred attacking midfield role at his usual role where he can do all his round doctoring and cause all sorts of problems and create havoc in the attack for Bayern Munich against the Salzburg defence. And in the wings, Kingsley Coman and Leroy Zane bench Serge Gnabry. If he's performing this diabolically, this terribly, then he deserves to get benched. And there's no exception to be made for any Bayern Munich player. You cannot expect to play like, you know, cow dung and start the very next game. It's just not fair to the other players in the squad. So, Zaj Gnabry, until he shows us that he has much more to offer than just one good game every five games, you know, just four games of absolute nonsense, absolute trash, and then one game where he just scores a brace or a hat-trick, that's not enough, mate. If you're a Bayern Munich player, 
scoring once every two or three games or you know sh- putting in a very good shift once every four or five games is not cutting it as a winger especially when Leroy Zani and Kingsley Coman are doing much much better in the attack so Sané and Coman for me Nabri on the bench and who else but Eric Chupamoting at striker I was just joking it's Lewandowski Eric Chupamoting he he had a very good tournament for his his team Cameroon in the Afcon they won third place and he I think featured in the third place matchup but that being said he is just not cutting it as our starting striker right now there's no way anyone in the world starts ahead of Lewandowski even if Bayern Munich had Erling Haaland and Karim Benzema and a lot of other you know strikers they would still bench all of them for Lewandowski because like man this guy is on a different level already in 26 goals in the Bundesliga he needs 16 more from 14 games to break his previous season's all-time Bundesliga record which is just insane and we kind of need him because he's been carrying us recently he's literally been carrying us on our backs against Bochum he almost took matters into his own hands and had that free kick gone in he hit the woodwork and had that gone in we would have been you know up three goals against Bochum's four and had a very good chance of tying the game courtesy of you know Lewandowski and Lewandowski alone because that man was the sole shining star against Bochum and i expect him to be raring to score goals against Salzburg to extend you know his goal scoring record in the Champions League and also put him at the top of the Champions League goal scoring chart so yeah that kind of sums up the lineup and i expect this to be the lineup basically a 4231 which can morph into a 4433 or a 4141 during attacking transitions but definitely not a 4141 to start with and it is possible that nagelsman also opts for a back 3 but i don't mind as long as he starts a midfield duo a midfield pivot of two football players not one football player and zero support just all out attack because we saw against Bochum that that just doesn't work Salzburg will bypass that midfield and really punishes and the nerves are already getting to me Karim Adeyemi Brendan Aronson I mean this is a squad started with talent so if we are to face them we have to give them respect we have to show that we are here to actually win And I expect Nagelsmann to have learned from his mistakes. We should see a changed squad. We should see improvements all over the pitch, and hopefully a goal fest for the Bayern attack. Because Thomas Müller, back to his you know attacking midfield role, always only spells good for the Bayern squad. And it's also very rare for Bayern to have two bad games in a row. So I expect this to be a statement victory. They will come out roaring, and I think. Salzburg's also in for a very 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 tough time which should be an understatement because they're facing one of the best teams in Europe at full strength. Uh they're not at full strength at the moment but at full strength they are certainly the best team in Europe. But that being said, uh this Bayern side can still cause a lot of problems for Salzburg. I expect both sides to score considering our defense hasn't been great lately and uh Manuel Neuer is basically out so that's a huge dent. you know in our hopes to basically keep a clean sheet so i expect both teams to score but bayern munich is going to come out you know victorious from this one i expect that bayern attack to go all guns blazing and put at least three or four goals at the back of salzburg's net 
So my prediction would be a comfortable win for Bayern. Obviously, that didn't go well against Bochum, but I hope they can you know salvage a three or four one victory because that's going to be pretty respectable. I'd put them in a very good spot to qualify for the next round of the Champions League where we will undoubtedly face tougher opponents, but hopefully by then we should have Alfonso Davies and Manuel Neuer back. That sums up the prediction for the lineup and the final scoreline. And I really hope that, you know, Nagelsmann implements the strategy, gives the fringe players, the substitute players a start. And if our lead is big enough, we could even see Paul Vanner get a substitute appearance, which would be pretty awesome because... A Champions League appearance at such a young age, he's still only 16, that is phenomenal. He could be one of the youngest players to have played in the Champions League. And I really want to see that because that kid has magic on his feet. Jamal Muziela is unfortunately still out due to COVID, so he's not going to get, you know, an appearance. But this could be a fantastic time for Paul Vander to maybe come in for one of the midfielders or for Thomas Miller and just, you know, kind of showcase his skills and probably get a late goal or an assist because that would be wonderful to watch. That sums up Bayern Munich's lineup, predictions and RB Salzburg's form and lineup as well. They've been winning quite a few games in the Austrian Bundesliga so this is going to be a tricky affair but that being said, uh, expect a Bayern victory. And uh, that sums up the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening it and please give us your feedback and your comments on Bavarian Football Works where we publish our articles and we're constantly you know trying our best to bring you the best news out there the breaking news with possibly some of the most engaging best commentary from some of our best writers like Chuck Spitt I Need No Name shout out to Tom Adams as well Marcus Fergus and a lot of the other you know key star writers we have I'm sorry if I've excluded most of you because like it's pretty pretty difficult to list out all of them and of course myself I mean I excluded myself out of the list as well so we constantly give you you know the up-to-date Bayern Munich information and some very fun commentaries as well obviously make sure to like share rate and subscribe to our podcast from any podcasting platform you're using be it Spotify Apple Podcasts and it's a tradition to also, you know, talk to the aliens out there who are listening to us. Please give us your feedback and we are thrilled for all the support you're offering us. Thank you for all the love. Have a wonderful rest of the day and stay tuned for more Bayern Munich coverage from Bavarian Football Works and Bavarian Podcast Works. Until then, have a wonderful evening. Vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.